Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Blast, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bill Marshani. As always, we appreciate stopping by and joining us here on the program as we count down the days to this 2021 NFL Draft. And as April 1st approaches, we know at the end of the, the month, a lot of these young men are having going to realize their dreams come true. And one of the guys on that path is the Pittsburgh Panthers standout offensive lineman. And covering the team, I spoke to Bryce earlier but I just told him what a comforting thing it was to see him do his thing at Heinz Field every single week, week in, week out. But none other than the standout. He was all ACC honorable mention in 2020, third team in 2019. Great career. But Har- Bryce Hargrove, welcome to the program. How's this afternoon treating you? Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. I'm doing well. You know, I just got done with the workout. You know, it's good to be on with you. Uh, we appreciate it, and, and you've been so busy. I mean, the, you know, you, you wrap up the season, then you're down in Dallas, you're training, then you're off to Fort Worth, you know, uh, you know, for the uh, College Gridiron Showcase. So you've been very busy. I'm I'm curious though. Let's let's kind of rewind way back when Pop Warner, Pee Wee. Were you always the bigger, more athletic kid, or was that something that you grew into over time? Uh, yeah, I've definitely always been the biggest kid. You know, I was always athletic. You know, but Actually, back then, uh, I only played defense end, you know. That was always – that was where my heart was, and I always played defense end. So, not until Pitt did I start playing offensive line. Really? So, I mean, so even high school, I mean, did, did Pitt view you as a defensive lineman and there was a switch once you arrived there, or was that something you knew going in? I believe, like, they um, like they always knew they wanted me to move to offensive line, you know, but I, I had never played it before, but that's what they saw me as. Oh wow! Well, they they saw something, and it, 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 it good good for them that they saw this, and you carried out and executed it to perfection. What was that like for you, uh, having that defensive mindset, and then you kind of got to switch gears and you got to start to defending the guy that you used to be. Uh, it was difficult at first, you know, but then once you embrace it and just accept it and accept who you are, it becomes a lot easier, you know. So I, I love playing offensive line now. You know, I take pride in my work. Yeah, and 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 for me. When I scout games, I put the binoculars. My favorite position to watch, Bryce, is the offensive line. I get carried away with it. Um, Here's my notes on you from the Austin Pay game. Just a few little notes. Uh, Big, long frame. Showed ability to pull and get upfield. Like his style. Blocked a guy 10 yards into the end zone. Pitt was pulling him on the primary blocker for A.J. Davis. And I just said, loved. I go, just been a meaty big man who can punish. Um, I'll go next week against Pitt. Um, what do I got written for Bryce here? Absolutely love watching this guy cement his opponent into the ground. No-nonsense offensive lineman. Gets upfield so much, he was having some extra activity with the Syracuse safety. Fantastic push on the goal line for a one-yard touchdown by Kenny Pickett. So I can go on and on, but you are, to me, you're the definition. I mean, you are a feisty, 
no-nonsense offensive lineman who gets after it. I think you're great in space. I think you get upfield and you, you finish your blocks. I mean, does that kind of grab a little bit of the essence of who you are? Uh, definitely, man. I love finishing people, you know, whether it's the pass game, the run game. I'm trying to – at the end of the play, I want whoever I'm going against to be on the ground and me over top of them, you know. Like that, that's how I know I want Definitely, and I love watching it. Like I said, there's, you know, from you know the you know the play could be going to the left, and you're pushing your guy to the right, and just following you all the way to the end of the play. Like I said, it was so so much fun. Now, now you you get going at Pitt, you start to establish yourself. At what point of your Panthers career do you kind of get the sense that the NFL is going to be an opportunity? Because you know as well as anybody that you can get there, things don't work out, you don't get the playing time expectations are fulfilled, but you exceeded those expectations, and that's why you're on the show today, because you are one of the top prospects at the position, but when do you really get the sense, Bryce, that, that skill set's there, and you know you have the skill set to earn a living on Sunday, playing in the National Football League? I always, always like, you know, that was always my dream, and I believed I could do it, you know, but I believe I really started, like, knowing it. Like, prob- I would probably say the beginning of that junior year where I, I first started starting full-time, you know, and I'm I'm just dominating guys. I'm going back on film, and I'm like, man, like we we played for four hours, and he didn't he didn't beat me one time, you know, like like that's when I started new. Okay, like, I'm on that level, you know, and I can keep working and, and keep going, you know. Yeah, definitely, and, and yeah, and well, well, well said. Now, now you you get down to the College Gridiron Showcase that Wednesday. You went through the routine. You guys are basically in that conference room at the hotel from 2 to 11, but it was your chance to really put yourself in front of all these NFL teams and let them know you not just as a, a prospect but as a young man. What was that experience like for you? Uh, I definitely liked that experience. You know, I had a good time. I probably did like 20 interviews down there, you know, so they they could put a face to a name, you know, and my character speaks for itself. You know, you can ask anyone about me, so I, that was never a concern of mine, so I just really had to just go up there and just be myself, you know, so – and that was a good experience. Yeah, and we were uh, texting earlier today, and I was kind of laughing because you texted me, hey, are we still good at six? And I'm literally on your Twitter account watching you do your highlights from the CGS. I thought that was kind of ironic timing that I'm just kind of watching you do your thing down there, and lo and behold, uh, you know, we were uh, firing some texts back and forth. Uh, was there any one particular thing, even turn, maybe during the interviews or when you were doing your, your showcase, that you really wanted to supplant in the minds of these NFL scouts? Uh, definitely. Um, I mean, obviously you said my play speaks for itself, you know, but I wanted to show them, like, that my difference is, like, in the film room, you know, in the playbook. Like, that's where I'll you know, show that I'm different from everyone else, you know. And I and I give the credit to my coaches. You know, you don't get on the field at Pitt until you know what every everybody's doing on your side of the ball, you know, until you know what the defense is doing before they do it. And just and I and a couple teams got me on the board, you know, so I was able to show that, you know, and I feel like that's where my difference is between like me and other people. So are you a big film junkie too? Oh yeah. Film, studying my opponent, their tendencies my, you know, as a defense and then as, like, individual tendencies, I, I love watching it. I love picking up on stuff like that. Oh, I love it. Well, uh, Bryce, I got to – when when I get a, a, a diehard film junkie like yourself on the program, uh, it was one of my personal favorite questions to ask. And I don't – it doesn't have to be that detailed. It doesn't have to be the game-winning drive. It doesn't have to be a play that went for 100 yards. But 
kind of take us into some insight where all weekend long you're on campus or your 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 apartment you're you're doing your thing you're breaking down tape Saturday rolls around and you notice something that helps maybe you point it out to somebody else on the line and you call out something where it just had a slight difference or a big impact is there anything to share with us because I just like to know kind of go deeper for my own just personal satisfaction you know we just see the play but we don't know all the intrigue and dedication that went into making that play successful I'll give you uh, two two or three examples. I'll give you um so uh I think Boston I believe Boston College runs a what is called we call it a cross dog, you know, but it's like a they instead of go A gap A gap, they go A gap B gap, you know, and then Okay. You can tell you can tell uh like through the the two eye, the two eye will be on my side and then you'll see the linebacker creeping down and you know it's coming automatically, you know. And we, I called that out myself a couple of times on the field and just stopped it, you know, and I was hyped. Like, me and me and Jimmy got hyped because like, we knew it was coming all week. Like, they love running it, you know. And then, so we played Georgia Tech last game of the season, and uh, I can't think of his name, linebacker, number six maybe. He was also – he was at CGS too. And, um, bro, against Notre Dame, he was killing the guards. Every team, every team they were playing, he was killing the guards with this move called a cross chop. So, he just like – it's like a – shimmy jump and then he chops down you know and it throws you off guard because he's in the air and chop it down at the same time so finally he's, the, the play finally the play comes where he's blitzing in the b gap so it's, it's me and him one-on-one and so i'm patient i'm patient flash the hands he jumps take the hand away he throws the chop and then i and i grip him up and i was like and then i told him the mid play i told him I was like, I knew it was coming all week bro i studied i swear and he just starts laughing you know and i started laughing <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bryce, that is fantastic, man! Well, I, you you gave me more than I was asking for. That was that was great. And like I said, for all the listeners out there, especially we got some Pitt audience coming out who love the Panthers. You know, they might remember that play, and they you know you do and you do. But like I said, there's so much little intricacies that go into making a play successful, and we just assume that it's just the ball snapped and you're just blocking somebody. But you just prove that there's a lot, a lot of hard work that we don't see, not only in the weight room, but that film room comes to. Uh, become a big impact now i ask this of all the guys that come on the program um and we kind of really i think explained you pretty well but if you're in the film room with these scouts bryce what do you think they're going to love about you when they throw that tape on i like to call them your hallmark home run abilities what do you think they're going to fall in love with that's going to get you on that 53-man roster well like i said definitely the mental aspect you know i can tell them why i did this on what play and what was coming and why i did that and I feel like that'll impress them. But also, just to just I just play like physical and nasty every game, like, every play. I'm trying to like kill you out there, you know. And that's just how that's just how I always play, and that's how I continue to play. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, I I I echo what you said. I, I witnessed you. I've I've seen you do it. And like I said, I, I, that's that's why you were one of my favorites. Loved seeing 71 out there. That's all I got to say. I loved seeing number 71 do his thing for the Pitt Panthers. Um, we're almost out of time, but we always like to keep it all about X's and O's. Um, outside of football, I mean, what else do you love doing? What's What are some of your other passions or hobbies? Uh, I'm a big family guy, you know, so I love hanging out with my family. But uh, other than that, I'll probably say I'm a big gamer. I actually, if you ever, if you looked at my Twitter, I got some uh, pretty good clips posted, you know. So, I play Call of Duty and 2K. But I'm I'm definitely a a great Call of Duty player. I'll say I'll take that same mindset to Call of Duty. Uh, and you being an Akron guy, um, I noticed a lot of a uh, lot of tweets and posts about another guy 
from Akron and LeBron James. Um, definitely a big LeBron James guy. Of course, diehard. I, I so I grew up on. He grew up on a street called Manchester Road in Spring Spring Hill Apartments, and I grew up on a street called Blanche, which is connected to Manchester. And so I literally, lived, I like when I was what probably a baby, and he was in high school. I was like a minute away from LeBron. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool stuff. And uh, yeah, he is the uh, son of Ohio, and he's he's definitely been as proud. And you really being in, in the city a block or two away, um, you really probably felt the impact of what LeBron James has brought. Um, Bryce, before we let you go, we always like to end the show with a few lighthearted, off the wall questions. Are you ready to take a shot with some of those? Yep, let's go. All right. Now, uh, Coach Narduzzi, um, he seems like he can get pretty intense, but jokingly, um, something fun. Did he have any awkward pet peeves that you kind of look back and giggle about now? Uh, Like you said, he's an aggressive guy, but, like, we always get a chuckle out of it. He does, like, this uh, this look, like, where he puts his glasses down to the bottom of his nose and, and looks over his glasses, <laughs> you know? And we always die every time he does, like, die laughing every time he does that. <laughs> I love it. How about this one? Uh, I reserve this question for offensive linemen. You guys are usually the bigger, beefier guys on the roster. With that said, I assume that appetites come with that size. Um, who was one of the bigger, more impressive eaters amongst his teammates? Um, I'll probably have to say uh, Owen Drexel. Or, or he's going to be the center this year, or backup center last year. This man loves Costco steaks, and he'll he'll eat like two a day, like big steaks, like grill them out and eat them every day. They text you like, "Bro, you guys want some steaks? You want some steaks?" So that definitely will be Owen. <laughs> I love it. And then the final one at the end of the month, I am sure you're going to be you're going to be with family and friends as you celebrate this next football journey. Um, with that said, who is the best cook? And your family, and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate that special day? Oh, definitely my mom. She's like, she's the greatest cook ever, and she can really make anything. So, it actually doesn't matter. Like she, any dish she makes, I will be happy with. But I'll probably say she makes her best dishes are uh, candy yams, and I'll definitely need some of those. Oh, that sounds good. See, I love it when it's something just different. You know, like when people say steak, I'm like, well, you know. You know, but with candy yams, so that's the go-to, huh? Mom's candy yams are the killer. Oh yeah, she could she could make a killing if she sold those. Nice. Well, hey man, you might have to market that. Well, listen, we're almost neighbors. I'm I'm, I'm about forty-five minutes away, from you, so you might see my sorry rear end uh, show up and bust up your draft party and get some candy yams. But hey, joke <laughs> aside, man. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Fair. Thank you. Hey man, listen and, and, and listen as a fan or just media of the game of football. I, I and I mean, it's just uh, loved watching you do your thing at Pitt, and I can't wait to see you do it at the next level. But we appreciate you, you know, sharing some of your time with us. Like I said, you got a lot going on, but nonetheless, uh, we appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Once again, that is Bryce Hargrove, the standout Pitt's off the pit offense alignment. So much to like about this young man. And if your team is looking for a no-nonsense guy, athletic, smart, Nat, and this is the DNA right here, Bryce Hargrove, number 71, off to make his path towards his 2021 NFL draft. This has been a C2P exclusive.